reading from the book of Romans chapter 9. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, they are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, the promises, to them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ who is God over all blessing forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel. And not all are children of Abraham, because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. For this is what the promise said. About this time next year, I will return, and Sarah shall have a son. And not only so, but also when Rebecca has conceived children by one man, our forefather Isaac, though they were not yet born, and had done nothing, either good or bad, in order that God's purpose of election might continue, not because of works, but because of his call. She was told the older will serve the younger, as it was written, Jacob I loved but Esau I hated. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Have you ever loved someone so much that you would do anything for them? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Maybe that person is still in your life. Maybe they're now missing part of it. Paul is in a very real and personal moment as we listen to him in Romans. He's expressing his love and his desire for his people that he would rather take a curse upon himself than have them go missing from the family of God. His words are passionate and a good reminder that he is not some distant saint, but a real person with real feelings struggling with how the gospel can have a place in this world. What is important to remember here in Romans is that Paul is praying for the people of this world and the people of his tribe that the Lord still cares for and still desires to be in relationship with. He speaks of the greatness of the people of Israel and their history with God and the salvation of man. But he does not lie, for it is by Christ that salvation has now come. And he, like us, desires to see that all come to know and experience this love. But how hard it can be to have that love break through when the someone is following the law to find righteousness. Paul probably feels as though he is standing alone with this. He's not like the rest anymore. He recognizes his Jewishness, but now understands before Jesus there is no Jew or Greek, male or female. All he is left with is the same for us, prayer and the word of God. This part of Romans is this prayer. He stands alone from the others. He offers up the prayer from the heart of all to hear and to know. It would be better in his mind to be sent away and cursed for any to be lost. This is true. And for that, the Lord doesn't want any lost, but desires to see all come to know him and all find their salvation and freedom by the blood of Jesus. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. with your peace you are
friends in Christ. I urge you all to lift up your hearts to God and pray with me as Christ our Lord has taught us and freely promised to hear us. God, our Father in heaven, look with mercy on us, your needy children on earth, and grant us grace that your holy name be hallowed by us and all the world through the pure and true teaching of your word, the fervent love shown forth in our lives. Graciously turn from us all false doctrine and evil living, whereby your precious name is blasphemed and profaned. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. May your kingdom come to us and expand. Bring all transgressors and those who are blinded and bound in the devil's kingdom to know Jesus Christ, your Son, by faith that the number of Christians may be increased. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Strengthen us by your Spirit, according to your will, both in life and in death, in the midst of both good and evil things, that our own wills may be crucified daily and sacrificed to your good and gracious will. Into your merciful hands we commend the suffering and all who are in need, praying for them at all times. Thy will be done. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Forgive us our sins, as we also forgive those who sin against us, so that our hearts may be at peace and may rejoice in a good conscience before you, and that no sin may ever frighten or alarm us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lead us not into temptation, O Lord, but help us by your Spirit to subdue our flesh, to turn from the world and its ways, and to co-overcome the devil and all his wiles. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lastly, O Heavenly Father, deliver us from all evil of both body and soul, now and forever. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let your continual mercy, O Lord, cleanse and defend your church. And because it cannot continue in safety without your help, protect and govern it always by your goodness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
Yes, I 